B105, The Big Dave Show. The other night I'm watching uh, Channel 9, WCPO, uh, News at 5, and, and there comes one of my favorite weather people. Should I have to say, do I have to say my absolute favorite, Jennifer? <laughs> oh. I don't know. I'm just going to say that we love you, Jennifer Ketchmark. And you were on there not only talking about the weather, you were talking about something else, a self-admitted cicada nerd is Jennifer Ketchmark from Channel 9. Good morning, Jennifer. And apparently this has been put upon me even beyond my will. Like, I got a phone call from the newsroom like, hey, you want to come on and talk about cicadas tonight? And I'm like, yeah, sure. And they're like, well, you did a story on it. I go, yeah? But you know what? I stopped in my tracks and watched every minute of what you were talking about because I found it fascinating. Brood 10 or Brood X, however you want to call it, is coming out here some of them, Statman, you already saw a few that had emerged from your house a yeah, little bit. Yeah, seen the little mud chimneys showing up. The tree isn't there anymore, but 17 years ago it was. Okay, so the 17-year cicadas, these are the big ones. What I found most fascinating, Jennifer, was all this warm rain we got the past couple of days. What's that going to do? It basically tells them it's time to go. We want a soil temperature of around 64 to 65 degrees, and that tells them in their body cycle that, okay, let's go. Let's get out of these little chimneys and stuff that we've done and fully emerge. But a lot of times a warm rain, it not only you know gets down there into the tunnels, but it also pushes that warm water down rising the soil temperature as well so it gives them the last little nudge to say hey wake up let's get moving so this weekend we could be seeing the first of the uh well it's going to be millions of cicadas coming out but don't be surprised if they start coming out this weekend in your yard and if you think about the emergence think about it like a bell curve so this weekend is your low end of the beginning of the bell curve you'll see just a few coming out these are the ones that the predators are going to eat up like mad. They're like our tributes, okay? These are the ones that we give to the cause, all right? And then <laughs> in about a week and a half, you're going to hit the peak of that bell curve. So around the 11th and the 13th, they're going to be coming out like wildfire and swarming and covering everything and just <laughs> being loud and obnoxious and unwelcome. And speaking of predators eating them, what would it take for you to eat one, Jennifer? Um, you couldn't pay me enough to eat one. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. some people do the chocolate covered. Jennifer Ketchmark from WCPO Channel 9 is here with us. But you say that despite all the nuisance that these things can be, and I think they're fascinating myself, and I believe Tanya O'Rourke said it, they're going to come whether you want them to or not. You yeah. might as well just accept it. Yeah. But they do do some good for the environment. So, I mean, they, they naturally turn over the soil. I mean, the, obviously, the tunnels that they're making are aeration holes. They also uh, do what we call um, tree flagging. So, it's like a natural pruning of our trees. When they lay the eggs, this is going to be super gross, but they it's like a little needle that pokes into the branch of a tree, and it lays hundreds of eggs in a row on a tree branch. Well, eventually, as those larvae hatch and fall from the tree, yes, it'll be raining cicada larvae. Um, <laughs> the tree limbs obviously get damaged because of that, and they fall off and break. So that flagging is kind of like a natural uh, pruning of our trees, kind of. immature trees will be fine. I will, though, say new trees. I would advise against planting new trees for about the next six to eight weeks, especially smaller trees, because the cicadas could damage them to the point of killing them. Oh, boy. Uh -oh. And All I right. just planted a dogwood. Mm. Like so how do you protect it? You just don't plant it. I mean, you, now you're just on a wing and a prayer there, a cicada wing and a prayer, as it would be. <laughs>
Uh, Statman, you had a question for Jennifer, the cicada nerd from Channel 9. Yeah, I saw online, can you debunk this theory? Are the sound of our lawnmowers going to attract cicadas? And while we're cutting the grass, we're going to get swarmed? Yes. Absolutely. No. I just learned how to cut the grass. <laughs> Man, we're going to be out there in like beekeeper suits. Yes. Well, they don't sting or do anything. I don't want to them to touch me, though. They're big. They don't bite. They don't sting. Their legs, though, are a little prickly. So, like, if one, like, lands on your arm, it may not feel the best, to be completely honest. But they are attracted to that. And Chelsea, mm-hmm. with her 9,000 dogs, these are like popcorn treats for animals, <laughs> especially dogs. And they will get sick if they eat too many. The key is too many. So, like, if your dog just, you know, isn't going to be a glutton and eat every cicada known to mankind, most of the time your your animal is going to be just fine. They are not poisonous to our animals. It doesn't matter which breed you pick, at least from what I've seen research-wise. But if they eat too much, then their stools are going to, you know, not be too great. You might find cicadas in the number twos in your yard. Um, <laughs> so you might want to keep an eye on your animals and just don't let them treat it like a buffet. All right. That's good well, advice. Jennifer, Thank catch you. Mark, our local cicada nerd. She calls herself that. <laughs> and I will give much credit to Dr. Gene Kritsky. He is really the local guy who knows everything there at Mount St. Joe University. He Most of this information I got from the amazing app that he has out, out. If you guys haven't checked it out, it's called Cicada Safari. And you can actually watch the emergence, take pictures, submit it. It's not only just for information, but you also are helping with scientific research. So check it out. It's called Cicada Safari on the App Store. It'd be fun to put on your kid's phone. You take your own picture of a cicada once you see it. And it's automatically registered in the Cicada database. It's a wonderful thing. Cicada Safari. Jennifer Ketchmark, thank you. We're going to try to get you to eat one before it's all over. Yes. No. No. Thank you, sweetheart. All right. Y'all have a good day.